It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. In June 2017, a new Georgia Center with a mission to improve reading skills among young children officially opened at Georgia College and State University in Milledgeville. This was a $3 million initiative of former Governor Nathan Deal and named after his wife, Sandra Deal, who is a former school teacher and advocate for quality early learning. We're pleased to be here at the Sandra Dunnigan Deal Center for Early Language and Literacy in Milledgeville, where I serve as the board chair of the nine-member governing board, and we just finished up our quarterly board meeting where we learned and received updates from our uh, executive director. And we are joined by our executive director, Dr. Teresa Magpray lavelle who in December 2017 was named executive director of the Sandra Dunnigan Deal Center for Early Language and Literacy. Welcome to the podcast, Teresa. Thank you for having me. So you came to Georgia from Kentucky, where you were an associate professor of education at Bellarmine University in Louisville. But I understand you also spent 10 years teaching elementary school. Tell us about your background. Yes. Well, prior to making the transition to higher ed, I was an elementary school teacher, primarily teaching third and fourth grade in various places, um, internationally, Yokohama, Japan, Massachusetts, uh, Memphis, Tennessee. And I realized as I was uh, teaching um, and being in the classroom, of all the subjects, math, science, social studies, language arts uh, turned out to be my most favorite subject to teach. Um, And then I became interested in not just the teaching of reading and literacy and language arts, but began to wonder, so how do we learn how to read? How does our brain learn how to read? So at that point, I decided after being 10 years in the classroom, try something different. I went back, I got a doctorate from the University of Memphis in instruction and leadership curriculum with a focus on reading education. And um, my first uh, job out of, when I finished my doctorate was at Bellarmine University, where I was given the opportunity to begin my higher ed career in reading education, teaching undergraduate students, graduate students, but then most importantly, I reflect on my opportunity to work with the local school district mm-hmm. in doing outreach programs um, connected to the university and working with K-3 teachers, training literacy coaches, working with administrators. Um, so I had the opportunity to be in higher ed, but still have uh, the practice component to my research work as well. Right. So this center was created uh, from scratch by you. And I think really all the board gave you at that point was a vision of a statewide mission. Please reach 159 counties in Georgia and have a research arm and a professional development arm for teachers birth to eight. So how did you feel about starting this center from scratch? Well, as you can imagine, um, overwhelmed. Um, I remember when I first got the call from Georgia College after applying for the position and reading the job description, I thought, can this really be done? (laughs) So when I actually got the call, interviewed for the position, um, met you um, and met, you know, the and, and started to learn about what was happening in the state of Georgia, I just thought it was a wonderful opportunity to bring together the research that I had been doing, the practice part of my work, um, to continue to hone my leadership skills, 
and really said to my husband, can I really do this? And he said, yes, you can. And we're going to move to Georgia. And I said, okay, we're moving to Georgia. Wow. It's a great supportive Mm -hmm. husband because you were Mm -hmm. definitely giving a, you were given a very, very difficult task for (laughs) sure. Um, But you're doing, you're doing a great job of that. Thank you. So we talked a lot about the importance of children reading on grade level by third grade. And Mrs. Deal used to say from birth to third, you learn to read. And from third and beyond, you read to learn. What are some of the risks if a child isn't reading professionally, proficiently by third grade? Yes, um, there are long-term and short-term consequences to this. Uh, really, it's a make-or-break um, benchmark in a child's uh, educational development. We had a great report that came out by the Annie E. Casey Foundation, um, uh, a Kids Count special report. And basically, they summed up these long-term consequences for um, our citizens if, in fact, they're not reading by the end of third grade, one being um, their potential to um, live in poverty or, most importantly, um, not break the cycle of poverty that they may currently be in. Um, We know that this is not just a consequence on the individual or the family, but it it will be a consequence for the entire country. The long-term consequences being, um, you know, impact on one's individual earning potential, uh, global competitiveness, and general productivity. We know that a child who is not reading by third grade is four times more likely to drop out of high school. And also we have heard and we've seen the research that low literacy um, starts the school to prison pipeline. Mm -hmm. So there are many consequences to not meeting uh, this benchmark by third grade. Absolutely. And those are um, those are definitely eye opening. And one of the reasons that we have a center like this in Georgia. So the numbers are always changing. At one point, only about 34 percent of third graders in Georgia were reading proficiently. I I believe the Georgia Department of Education just released their latest milestone results. So how are we doing now on a statewide level? Well, I think Georgia's on the right trajectory. Um, in 2018, 37% of third graders in Georgia were reading proficiently, but this year, um, the incre- it's been increased to 42%. So I definitely think we're on the right trajectory, but it is a complex issue sure. and, it's a mul- and it requires a multifaceted approach. Um, I believe uh, Georgia has the right players sitting at the table in order to work on illiteracy for Georgia or making sure that all children are reading by third grade. DECAL, uh, DOE, GOSA, mm-hmm. um, USG now mm-hmm. with the pilot programs, um, the library system, the technical colleges. And also from my personal experience in terms of coming from different states, I truly believe that the Get Georgia Reading campaign has laid a solid Mm -hmm. foundation for this work so that we have a common language in which to talk about how we're going to best support communities. And overall, through our collective impact grant work um, and some of the research grants that we've given out, I've already seen some highly uh, best practices already going on Mm -hmm. in communities. And I think what we need to do is just bring that together to function within a system. Right, exactly. You're right. There are a lot of things going on really well in certain communities. Um, And I think the state has um, definitely gained a lot of momentum over the last eight years. And hopefully that's why we're seeing those numbers increase. But you're right. We need to build a system around that so it continues. So how would you describe the strategy of the Deal Center in helping with this problem? Is this all about teachers or is it about others involved in the solution as well? Well, when you hear the uh, national uh, campaign for grade level reading, they will always say, we are not going to teach our way out of this. And I definitely agree with that. So the Deal Center strategy is to bring awareness and education to the one, the birth to age 
uh, age eight continuum, mm -hmm. and the importance of early language and literacy. I think um, we need to make sure that there is an understanding of all that needs to go on before children get to school right. and also where that work needs to take place. But specifically for, for the Deal Center, it's going to be through various programs and publications and events um, that we position ourselves as a thought leader, a go-to resource mm -hmm. in order to propel all of Georgia's right. children to read proficiently and beyond. Absolutely. And I know part of your work at the center is providing professional development to teachers as we said, all around the state. So how do you do that? You don't have a huge staff. Do they come to you or do you go to them? Or what, what are the methods for delivering that professional development? So right now we have um, direct relationships with 14 elementary schools across the state of Georgia. So in partnership with GOSA, we are offering what's called the Literacy Mentoring for Leadership Program where these 14 schools were specifically chosen to be part of a two-year capacity building model. When we have um, professional learning or we bring in national experts, our primary focus will be the leaders and coaches and teachers from these 14 schools, but we try to open it up and, and invite guests, we say. Georgia College students, um, in-service teachers or uh, pre-service teachers, currently in the College of Education, they'll be invited. Um, and then we have a relationship with the Chief Turnaround Office mm -hmm. schools. So we invite them. Ours are not, we're not going out to folks just yet. And we are uh, specifically working with these set of schools right now. Great, so we always run across great ideas and best practices across the state. How do you share those with teachers? Well, what, we had a governor summit, and mm -hmm. uh, we've had three governor summits now where uh, the focus has been on early language and literacy. But most importantly, um, our most recent governor summit, we talked about the need to develop a community or a practice around three specific core actions, which the state is in support of. Talk with our babies, continue to follow the science in infant and toddler through pre-K, and measure and act upon what matters. Our professional learning events and research will focus on building this community of practice around those core actions. And very specifically, the Deal Center posits that we need um, coaching practices to support our educators in developing their knowledge and skill. From the research perspective, we need to study our interventions, our, our programs um, in organizations from an implementation science perspective. And then lastly, which I think is most important, we need to make sure that we're sharing across the state um, the science that supports early language and literacy mm -hmm. development in our youngest. Right, absolutely. Obviously you can't do this by yourself. So here's some of your partners <laughs> yes. in this effort. Well, we were so fortunate to have um, DECAL be one of our first partners. Um, and one of our specific partnerships is around the Little Project. Mm -hmm. We partner with DOE in various um, situations, the CTO office, and then with uh, particular Reese's. Obviously, we have a partnership with GOSA mm -hmm, right. um, for the literacy mentoring, um, the Georgia Public Library Service, uh, TCSG, USG, and, and Get Georgia Reading would be right. a few. So many, many partners. So mm -hmm. you talked a little bit about this earlier, but tell us a little bit more about what is the literacy mentoring for leadership program? Mm -hmm. That's a mouthful, but yeah. <laughs> And then we uh, shortened it to LNLP okay. within the Deal Center okay. 
our, um, again, I have a wonderful team. Our research associate, Haley Hicks, likes to put acronyms on every, <laughs> or shorten everything. So and again, I want to say that we're able to do this work um, of the deal center because I have a strong team already in place. We're continuing to build the team. But more specifically, um, our professional development specialist, uh, K-3, Cheryl Cooper-Smith, um, provides all of the training for this program. And basically, it's a two-year capacity-building professional development where these 14 schools will stay with us for two years, mm -hmm. with the goal being that they designate at the school level a school-based literacy team that consists of an administrator, a designated literacy coach, and a teacher leader from the mm -hmm. K to, from grades K to three. And they will take part um, in continuous professional learning um, around the science of reading um, supported with coaching practices. But we have in these 14 schools, there are five deal center language and literacy mentors who work directly in these schools to provide mentoring and coaching to the coach and the school-based literacy team. Mm -hmm. And then what we're essentially trying to do is um, have the coach be the main support for the K-3 to teachers because our goal is a gradual release model. We're right. not gonna be there right. um, for five years. We're pretty much two years mm -hmm. is our, our limit to be in a school. So we need to make sure that we train those who are in leadership positions to continue the work. Right, and you're in your mm -hmm. second year of And we're in our right second now. year. And you've already mm -hmm. seen, I know not published or official, mm -hmm. but you've already seen some improvements among those teachers you're working with, right? Exactly, Good. we've seen um, growth in their knowledge and their confidence and self-efficacy to um, want to actually right. do this right. and make that, a difference. I think that's fantastic, that's very encouraging. So how is that different from the Literacy Promise schools? Oh, we The schools that are part of the yeah. LMLP, we refer to them as Literacy so Promise it's all schools. The same. it's all the same. I should know that mm -hmm. as the Board chair. <laughs> okay, talk to us a little bit about the Literacy Initiative Mini Grants. Uh, this was a joint effort between GOSA and the Deal Center actually before I arrived. Um, as I arrived in December of 2017, these were being reviewed and then awarded within 2018. Um, but they were designed to support collaborate, collaborative partnerships and projects targeting the eight birth to age eight language and literacy development needs. And these partnerships um, included child care centers, public and private pre-Ks, primary grades of elementary schools, uh, local service agencies, and local nonprofits. The grants were uh, ranged from about $5,000 to $20,000 to support innovative projects to develop or strengthen community initiatives that were targeted around the four pillars of the Get Georgia Reading mm -hmm. Campaign. Mm -hmm. So how can the general public get involved with the work being done here at the center? <laughs> well, we need ambassadors. <laughs> we need help to spread the message first and foremost about the importance of early language and literacy development. And reading proficiently by third grade begins at birth, if not before, um, with high quality interactions to develop the early language skills that are needed for then learning how to read once a child starts kindergarten. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So. Um, wrapping up here on a little bit of a different topic. So Governor Kemp just appointed you recently <laughs> to our Board of Early Care and Learning representing the 10th Congressional District. And I know you've had one board meeting so far, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot. How has your experience been with the Board of Early Care and Learning? Well, I was so honored to be appointed um, to the board. I've been inspired by the work that your organization does from the quality rated child care, uh, Georgia's pre-K caps. Um, but in general, early 
early childhood education is so crucial to ensuring that all children are put on the path to lifelong success. And this is an opportunity, this appointment allows me to continue to advocate for those early childhood factors to put them on that path to success. Well, we look forward to uh, continuing to work with you and we'll see you again in November at our next board meeting. (laughs) So tell our listeners how they get more information about the center. Well, we just launched our new website, so galiteracycenter.org, and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and feel free to come and visit. Okay, we're down (laughs) at Georgia College and State University in Milledgeville. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you. Now your questions from the water cooler. My name is Dara Jackson, and I work in Quality Innovations and Partnership. Um, My question for the commissioner is, what technology innovation made the most impact on your life? Great question, Dara. Um, And I would have to say it was the the iPhone or the smartphone, but I'm definitely more um, an iPhone-type girl. Um, I think it's changed all of our lives and um, made so much easier, whether it's through text messages or email or notifications through social media, it's or ways, all the apps that now are available. Um, it's definitely that's definitely changed um, the way that the world works, and it's been good. I don't know what we did without it. Time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Here's the question. Which school is the host institution for the Sandra Dunnigan Deal Center for Early Language and Literacy? Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.